guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley. Welcome to another episode. Today's our last episode before the New Year's. Obviously, the holidays are not even approaching. They're here. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, pretty much because right now we're recording and it's what, Wednesday today? Yeah, it's the 23rd. So literally the day before Christmas. Well, our Christmas. Most people don't celebrate on the 24th. Isn't that so weird? People actually celebrate on the 25th. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I just because I mean, if you think about it, like it all makes sense because when before quarantine, obviously before the pandemic, people would celebrate up until like 1 a.m. So why would you do it on the 25th when the next day people it's like Boxing Day, people have work, people have some places to go. So the way that we do it is that we do the 24th. Everybody comes over. It's usually at my parents' house. And then at midnight, we have dinner. We open gifts when it's actually like Christmas Day. And then everybody like falls asleep by like 2 a.m. or they crash or whatever. And then Christmas Day is like cleanup day, our Chinese tradition. Yeah, we order takeout. Yeah, we get Chinese food and we usually would dine in. And then, um, yeah, and then like it's over. Like we don't do anything on Christmas Day. It's just yeah, for we cleaning. Don't. We just hang out and watch. We usually watch Selena or some type of like Christmas yeah. movies that day, the 25th. We sleep. You sleep. All day. <laughs> Brenda's always sleeping all day. It's so weird. Honestly, like if people know me, they know how much I love my sleep. This bitch loves to sleep. It's I can so sleep weird. Anywhere. Yeah. With and any within type minutes. of noise, anything going on. Like even yesterday, like I think I fell asleep while you were like watching like Gossip Girl up. Really? Late at night. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised because I saw your lights on and I was like, what the fuck? She's still up because you were so quiet. I guess you were sleeping. Well, no, I had the TV on, but I was, like, looking through stuff, like, papers I had to fill out and shit, mm. and yeah. Yeah, so this is our first year not doing Christmas wait, together. hold on, before we go on with that, you know, it's actually funny, because I always tell people that we wait until midnight to eat dinner. Yeah, and they think it's crazy. It, they do. When I told Shingy, his face dropped, you know why? Because, um, and to anybody that doesn't know, that's my boyfriend. So this year, he's coming over for the holidays, and he's meeting my family for the first time, which is huge. And um, when I told him, like, yeah, you can come at, like, 7, 8 or whatever, and then we eat dinner and open presents at 12, he's like, what? Because he's probably thinking he's going to be out by 10. Yeah. But no, like, this is a six-hour event. Like, it's a really long yeah. process. And he was like, you guys, like, th- what the fuck? Like, I know he was like, why so late? To be honest, it doesn't make sense why we wait so late. Because even me, like, we eat, we go in. And yeah. to eat that much at, like, 12 o'clock. It's weird. It's like yeah it's weird but i don't know it's it's always been a thing and it's just our thing i know the jamaican side of my family when they probably first started coming for christmas we're like what the fuck we're not eating when are we eating because they probably just didn't get it but like yeah it's what we do it's it's kind of weird but it's all we know and um i don't know my mom's thinking of doing i didn't even tell you this my mom's thinking of doing dinner earlier and gift opening earlier this year because there's no entertainment because no one's coming over i mean it makes sense it makes sense and usually this is the sad part we literally spend christmas year like we spend christmas day and christmas uh, every single year since we were babies and like this year because of like the pandemic we're not doing that so it's gonna be so fucking weird yeah it's gonna be very weird my parents house for the 25th and it's just like what yeah and like i think i'm gonna have to sleep in the basement alone because my my sister and niece get the freaking room that used to be mine (laughs) but yeah so that's what's happening with us um last week we posted an episode it was all about cheating and uh, how to find a cheater how to like catch a cheater so on our instagram we shared some poll results and um 
pretty much we asked some questions to you guys about cheating to see what you guys thought about it and if you guys ever want to take part in the in the polls then make sure to follow us on our instagram let's get real the podcast and you guys can see all the results and stuff like that it's really fun so we're just going to share them this week yeah so the first question we asked was have you ever been cheated on and 37 percent of people said yes and 63% of people said no. But 37 is still a very high percentage. That's a lot of people getting cheated on. Right? The other question was, have you ever cheated? 17% of people said yes. Wow, so honest. That's crazy. I know. And 83% of people said no. Wait, let me see who said yes if I recognize any of the names. I love knowing you, the dirt <gasps> on you guys. What? Who's that? She's a fucking liar. She's such a liar. My best friend voted yes, she's cheated. I know her ass is lying. Everyone else I know. know Oh, she cheated. She's I know who she is. Oh my god. I know who she is too. Oh Oh my god. Yeah, Monica's a liar. She's (laughs) never cheated in her life. And then the third question was Do you believe in second chances? Sixty three percent of people said yes. Wow. And thirty seven percent of people said no. What did you vote? I said, what did I vote? I think I voted no. I vote yes in terms of did I, even vote? I do believe in second chances. But when it comes to second chances with cheating, no. I don't think I voted for this one, actually. No, no. but like, what do you vote for? Like, you know where your mind is. <laughs> the thing is, it's hard because like, it, it really depends on the situation. In terms of cheating. It, but it depends on how the person cheated. You think there's ever a second chance for cheating? No, but like, okay, for me, for me, no. Okay, mm-hmm. this is weird. Okay, I, this sounds so hypocritical. But for me, no, just because I know the type of person I am and I know it's something that wouldn't leave my mind. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be that type of person to put someone in a position where they think I've moved on and I'm, you know, forgiving yeah, and forgetting. And constantly but bring it up. Exactly. Anxiety, yeah. So this is more for me because I know I can't move from that. But for some people who you know if they find it easier and it it was a situation where they know for sure it's never going to happen again then yeah i do believe in second chances but myself personally i don't think i would be able to do it okay um the other question was does cheating lead to breaking up so 88 percent of people said yes Mm -hmm. and 12 percent said no i could see that that one makes sense though i i agree with it Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. the other question was would you cheat if you lost feelings no Sorry, I just had to say no. What's the results? 7% said yes and 93% no. Who said yes? I wish I could expose like the people. <laughs> um, who said yes? She's a liar. Why does she vote annoyingly? <laughs> Monica's throwing off the percentages. My best friend's throwing them off by lying. She would never. The next question was, if you have kids, will you take back a cheater? 13% said yes and 87% said no. Would you? I don't know. Honestly, I know when kids are involved, it's hard. Yeah, it's different. When, and I can't I can't speak on it because I'm not in that position. So I, I wouldn't know. Like, I could say no. But, like, me being in that position, I'd do the total opposite. So... I think I'd consider it. It wouldn't be a definite no for me, though. Yeah, it's hard. Kids, ugh, kids make the situation harder. Mm-hmm. Next question is, once a cheater, always a cheater. 55% said Ooh. yes and 45% percent said no that's a close one i could see why because it's neck and neck yeah i could see why because it's a very controversial topic the other question was what's worse romantic or sexual cheating 67 said romantic 33 said sexual interesting i think romantic is way worse yeah yeah i think it would be very hard for me to process sexual but romantic is more hurtful because then it's 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 meaningful words it's deeper it's so much deeper sex is sex a man can have sex with anything 
I guess so. But like, I don't know. I'd feel disgusted. I would feel disgusted, but I would feel hurt if, if it was romantic, like a deeper level. They're both terrible. They're, yeah, they're both hard. That's, that's a hard one. Actually. Yeah. And that was it. That's pretty much all the questions. Those were the answers we got in terms of percentage. And yeah, some of them were kind of neck and neck, but mm-hmm. most of them was like one had a higher vote. So that was the cheating episode. Once again, if you guys want to take part in polls like that, follow our Instagram, Let's Get Real, the podcast. But moving into this week's topic, New Year, New Me. We're talking about New Year's resolutions and goals. Yeah. So obviously with the new year, we always tell ourselves, you know, I'm going to put some goals out there. I'm going to tell myself these these are the things that I want to accomplish. These are the things that I want to get done in the year. Again, you can take this also as a guide for yourself. I think it's good to always have you know, set some goals aside for the year that you want to really do and work hard towards. Yeah, exactly. Every year we all have that thing on our mind that we want to accomplish, whether it's a list or whatever. So first of all, just to like open this conversation up, we want to talk about like, do you even believe in New Year's resolutions? Like, do you think that they're a real thing? I mean, it's hard because I stopped having like New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. I have like little goals and things that I want to achieve. But in terms of like actual New Year's resolution, it's hard. But I think it's yeah, I believe in it. I think it's a good thing to do. I personally just don't do it because Mm -hmm. I just don't. (laughs) I feel like there doesn't need to be a new year to start a new set of goals and feel like you need to start fresh in the new year. I don't know. I, I don't really maybe because I believe in that whole thing of like time is just a social construct and like we really gave definition to time and time doesn't really exist (laughs) and I know that just got a little deep but like I sometimes I don't really believe in time and I know that sounds crazy because literally it was made up time was made up so when you say new year I feel like okay first of all why is the new year in January when according to astrology it would be around Aries season so I'm saying all that to say I don't really believe in new year's resolutions I'll write them down sometimes but my resolutions mm-hmm. and goals are usually mid-year, April, September, yeah. like different points of the year. I think it's good too because that goes back to like long-term and short-term goals. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes there's certain things that you just can't achieve in like a year or a month. You exactly. Know? So, but we'll touch upon long-term and short-term goals later on. But So when it comes to your goals, like your New Year's goals, I guess specifically, do you actually commit to them? For the most part, yeah. It depends what the goal is. Like, if it's something like eat healthy, that one's a little hard because, like, I obviously don't eat the healthiest sometimes. You don't eat unhealthy, though. I don't eat unhealthy, but I don't eat the healthiest. True. Yeah, so for things that are a little bit harder, I try to commit to it. Things that I feel like if I really, you know, put strict regulations, I can really achieve, then, yeah, I commit to them. Like what? I don't know, stupid things. But like, for example, like making sure that I never because one time I got in big trouble with my dad for leaving my um, car tank, like the gas, like a quarter full. So now I always tell myself, make sure it never gets to a quarter. Little things like that are making sure. But it's not even goals or those, those are not really goals. But those are like little things that like I got to make sure that don't happen. Yeah, makes sense. I don't think I I can't even say if I commit to them or not, because I don't typically do like goals that I have to maintain. I more so have goals that I work towards. Do you know what I mean? So mine are never like eat healthy, go to the gym, do this. Um, mine are more long term, hit 500K on YouTube, do the, you know, start of this. But the one goal that I have that I've had for a while that I have had trouble committing to, I would say is practicing my splits routine. Remember how good I was? I was doing yeah. it daily. I haven't done it in weeks. Like, 
I'm practicing my splits. That's one of them that I have to keep up and I don't. So like if that's what we're thinking, then no, I don't commit. But I mean, that's like not even that deep for me. Yeah. It's usually the ones that are not that deep that you can't really commit to. Yeah. So you put them there kind of just like, okay, like I'm going to work towards it. But if you don't, you're like, eh, I guess next year is a better try. Mm-hmm. So what were your 2020 goals? So some of my 2020 goals was to have a certain amount saved up to be more financially stable, mm -hmm. which I feel like I did. Like I was able to save a lot this year that came. Mm -hmm. um, another one was to be more, I remember was towards the podcast to make sure that like we're consistent with it, that there's progression, that there's growth. And to me, I think we did do that. We've been so consistent. We've been consistent. Like, I feel like even though our progress has been slow, I feel like yeah. we still had progress. We've and had progress. It's yeah. been growing and we've been getting a lot of feedback. We've been getting a lot of people talking about our podcast, which I think is really great. Yeah. Um, and we were very consistent. I think the only time we missed uploads was like when we were like depressed, when we were going through like the whole move situation. Yeah. And when we take our breaks. But those are intentional breaks. Yeah. We don't just get lazy and like, oh, we don't feel like it every other week. Like we it's not it's not a thing for us to just not post consistently and just be OK with it. We're very like this Monday, this Monday, this Monday. It's like a job yeah. to us. Exactly. We're really good with it. Yeah, we're really good with it. But when it comes to time management, I feel like we're both really oh, good at that. Yeah. Yeah. We're I think good. Like with in general, like in terms of time management you are very time punctual and i feel like i'm very time punctual so it works well mm -hmm. our only issue is that we procrastinate <laughs> like what time what time did i text you 10 minutes and then we ended up really starting it at like okay yeah. so today i said come to my room 10 minutes or whatever that's what i meant and it was at two o'clock and we just started recording what? at 4 30 4 30 Oh my God! Yeah, we procrastinate. Yeah, we, we made pizza. We made smoothies, <laughs> chai lattes, and now we're here. Oh, but man. it's fine. It's fine. We're still doing it. I know. It's, it's the it's the process that matters. It's not how you get there. It's that you get there. Yeah, exactly. The other goal of mine that like I remember putting in there was was towards work because I knew I was like always running like even if it was like five ten minutes late <laughs> so I told myself that I was not gonna be late and I was gonna be on time and honestly it wasn't every day that I was on time but since I've moved I haven't been late at all I remember you saying that but it's also because now I live farther from work and I've noticed that whenever I think it's sometimes good that you live far from work because yeah. it makes you manage your time better. You factor in more time yeah. to overcompensate but when you're two minutes away trust me I remember how close I used to work at yeah. Rogers and Staples I literally one minute drive, I would still be five to 10 minutes late every day. Every same, day. Same, yeah. But that like wasn't, uh, I didn't fully achieve it. But I mean, since November, I would say November, December, three months. Still 2020. <laughs> exactly. So those were my big main ones. And then I had like little goals, like trying to eat healthier was one of them, which I kind of did because I feel like that's another thing. Now that I live with you, when I lived with at home, like my sister, and my brother would have junk food. And when you see people eating junk food, yeah, it's harder to not want to munch. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like here, we don't really have chip bags. We don't really have snacks. We do. It's weird, but I guess no, like, you do. <laughs> what do I have? I have a mini bag of chips. I've been eating for a month and a half. <laughs> That's true. You have your snacks, but you're not excessive at all. You have a like you have a, st a stash yeah a small stash yeah small. you have a small stash yeah you have your healthy little cookies 
the dabs those are healthy right yeah those are healthy my smoothies i usually have them. yeah you make your smoothies yeah. i've never seen you really eat unhealthy you just have your giant ass chip bags that's the one thing like the freaking costco size <laughs> let's not talk about that i never knew how big those chip bags came they're good to have when you have company they are because monica had some that day remember yeah yeah see you're welcome monica <laughs> yeah those were those were more most of my main ones and for the most part i feel like i have achieved most of them how about you what were your 2020 goals i have my journal here oh damn That's... i'm not gonna read them all because this is a long ass list and some of like it's very book. personal. Me too. It sold out this year. Where'd you get it? Indigo? I got it from Dreamy Moons. It's like an Australian. She creates all the art. Guys, Dreamy Moons Year of Growth journals are amazing. She creates all the artwork by hand. She paints it. And Where'd then she scans it. it. Dreamymoons.com. Oh, yeah, online? she's okay. an Austral- Australian artist. And they're like 70 bucks. But it's so worth it. Okay, so I had like... <laughs> I'm like facing my book away from Brenda because I don't <laughs> want her to see it. I had like a few like little things that I wanted to do. So I had like a bucket list, which was like, go to New York, get a grill, get signed to a modeling agency. Didn't do that one. Successful <laughs> podcast, working on it. Septum piercing, get a Benz. Did not happen. <laughs> get a property. <laughs> did not happen. Um, grow my channels, heal. Because at the time I was heartbroken. That happened. Ooh, I wrote down the day that I decided I'd healed. April f- uh, 20th at 1.51 a.m. Uh-huh. I wrote down like I'm healed get closer to God prioritize myself be self- selfless find my true purpose those things I did then I had like my actual goals which was um become self-aware fall in love with myself get closer to my family things like that and then I had like my accomplishments that I wanted to achieve and I guess I kind of shared those with like the bends and the property investment I also wanted to really sell my book out but that did not happen yet yet um those are like my main things and then of course i had my vision board that really outlines all of the things i wanted to do but a big part of this whole thing was like to become spiritually in tune and like um work on personal development and i feel like i really did that and those are like my main main goals and then i had like the little small ones like the modeling agency thing and stuff like that and wanted to be on big brother canada um but also your book my book that happened oh yeah finish my book and get it in stores get it in indigo that happened in like target and walmart and shit and i did a lot this year i feel like some of the things i did were not on my my vision board or or my checklist but it was a good year could have been better obviously corona affected a lot of these goals unfortunately so since we talked about our goals for 2020 what are some goals that you're willing to share here with the public for 2021 Okay. One of my goals is to, and this is me dreaming big, okay? It's never, nothing is ever too big. True. Uh, I want to hit 400,000 subscribers on my second YouTube channel. You've got this. So that one, I only have, am I even at 5K? I don't even think I'm at 5K yet, but I want 400K by the end of the year. And I think it's possible. A lot of people have done it before. Why can't I? Um, That's one. (laughs) Uh, The podcast, I really want it to take off for us. I don't know. Like it's so it's weird because I have a, a full vision board. Oh, let me just think vision board. I want to get my splits. I want my splits. I want to increase my income dramatically, but that will happen with the channel, God willing. And I want to really commit to my personal development journey and spiritual routines. Those are my main ones. What about yours? My main ones. Um, that's a good question. So top of my head, I obviously want the podcast to blow up. That's probably like my top 
number one big focus that I really want to do this year, especially because we're obviously we're roommates now. So like we have a lot of time together. So I feel like this is the year where we can mm-hmm. really, you know, work hard day and night and like really do things to progress. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly is start my YouTube channel. I am going to do it. I'm going to stay committed to it. I know it's going to be hard in the beginning, so I'm not really going to put a crazy number of like subscribers. Like even if I get like a thousand in the year. Because I know a lot of it is going to be me working through figuring it out, like figuring out how to edit. Because learning how to edit audio was... No, it's the exact same thing. Yeah? It's the exact same thing because you're on the program. And stuff? Yeah, but all that stuff I can show you, like a lot of it, you're going to find that you're going to get to jump over a lot of little hurdles because you have me. It's what I do for a living. You know what I mean? I could literally show you anything to do with YouTube. Final Cut is the program you're going to use to edit. So that's done. That you already... You're good. You know how to use Final Cut. Alright, so, well, I know there's going to be little challenges that I haven't really um, worked on. I know, like, for example, like, when we talked about doing our podcast, I was so willing to do it because there's not visuals all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just you hearing me, me being real, me being honest. And I know that, like, in front of a camera, I'm a little bit different. Like, I know that it's a little bit more difficult for me. Like, I'm the type of person, like, when there's too many eyes on me, I get a little... I get a little thrown back. So those are that's a goal for me, trying to be more open, trying to be more myself and being able to be on camera more. So that is another one of my goals. Another one is to continue to save a lot and have, you know, financial abundance mm-hmm. and work hard towards that because I do have big plans for 2021 that we shall speak of later, maybe mm-hmm. closer to the end of the year. Um, that I really want to invest in and and do so that would be I guess my third big big goal Mm -hmm. all possible all very possible so with these goals and you working towards them what's something that helps you stay motivated I think reminding myself why I'm doing it and what the big outcome of these things are so for example like the podcast like realistically I do want this to knock off so great that it could be our main source of income and maybe YouTube can be your second source of income or another big main source of your big income. And honestly, like during this year, especially like during the pandemic, I've realized like it's great to work for a company, but it's also like hard because you don't get those type of calls when like, you know, things like this happen, like you getting laid off. That's like out of your control. Mm -hmm. You having to, you know, find out how to make ends meet is not, something like the company is there for you when you're there struggling to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, another thing is at the end of the day, when you're working for a company, there is no big goal unless you're trying to get a promotion, but you're really just a machine working for them. Like yeah. when it's your company, like you see the investments, you see the numbers, you see the analytics, like all that is like open to your eyes versus when you're working for a company, it's like, you're making other people get rich off of you. You know what I mean? You're literally just an employee number to them. If you die, they will replace you in two weeks with a new employee. Like, it's crazy. And that's what makes me not want to work for anyone ever again. And I probably will. But, yeah, I see what you're you're saying. Like, you just want to have your own thing going. So, for me, like, when I do see myself kind of falling out, I tell myself, like, there's a reason why I'm doing this. There's an out, like, you know, there's a big goal to it. Like, it's for something. 
So that's what helps me stay focused and stay motivated is just telling myself that, you know, like good things sometimes take time and sometimes just take more work. Mm -hmm. So that helps me. How about you? For me, I would say pretty similar to what you're saying. Um, My dad always says the same thing to me and begin with the end in mind, which is pretty much what you're saying. Like you see the big picture, you know exactly what you want and where the end goal is, but you just need to figure out how you're going to get there. So you literally have to begin with the end goal in mind at all times. So just keeping that in mind. And another thing that keeps me motivated is writing all my goals down and rereading them pretty often, following people, influencers, YouTubers, all those people that are doing things that I want to do because it keeps me motivated and just reminds me of where I could end up and having a vision board. Having a vision board because every time I look at it, it re-motivates me to, to, to like get my ass up and work towards what's on there. I have to work on my vision board. Yeah, it's the best. Like it, Honestly, when I'm feeling like doubtful or when I feel something like, what's the word? Um, when I'm not believing in myself as much or feeling lazy, I'll look at my vision board and I'll be like, okay, get your ass up and go do this. The only thing that's not working on there is the stupid ass splits routine. <laughs> that's the only thing I can't... Ugh, anyways... But yeah, all those things, I would say write your goals down. Write them down. All right, so here's a question. What advice would you give someone who is struggling to stay on track with their goals? So the main advice that I would give them is to understand your purpose. Like there's two things. There's purpose and there's passion. And purpose fuels passion and it fuels everything else you do. So for example... Um, yeah, I want to make YouTube videos and I want to get 500K on Ashley Flores TV YouTube channel. Go subscribe, by the way. But that's not my purpose. My purpose is I want to help and heal and uplift others through my content. So everything I do is driven by my purpose. So I feel like any goal that you have, find the purpose behind it. Like if Brenda wants to get into life coaching, it's because her purpose might be I want to heal people. I want to help others. I want to change lives, you know, and that will keep you going that will be literally like the driving force behind everything you do so that will keep you on track i feel that and um just writing down your goals and having them in plain view so that you see them and you're reminded of them all the time yeah i think everything you said is pretty much what i would say um the only thing i would add on that is kind of like what you were saying is find out your purpose i think also with that is figure out what you're like why and who you're doing it for and that will always help you to remotivate yourself to keep going right because again like it's what Ashley said like you have to have the end in mind like what what the purpose is and why you're doing it right Um, another thing too is I know sometimes when we feel like we're slipping or we're not where we want it to be it's easy to let that get to our heads and feel negative and feel like we failed but I think it's important to always have a positive mind when you're trying to achieve goals because Mm -hmm. again goals they're not going to happen overnight Mm -hmm. it's something you have to work towards so sometimes you might not see the progression you wanted but as long as there's growth and there's a progress that is showing that you're working hard and it's slowly coming to where you want it to be it doesn't matter like how long it takes it just matters that you're working every day to get to where you want to be and staying positive is always the best thing to do because that's what's going to keep you going you have to trust the process like there's this oh my god i'm so obsessed with j cole but when i went to j cole's concert he had a speech about trusting the process and loving the journey 
And he's saying that like, yeah, there are people that blow up overnight, like the little rappers on, on the scene right now, they blow up in, in two weeks and their whole career is made. But he's like, you're robbing yourself of the journey. So just trust the process, love the journey and know that you're working towards something. Because no matter what, if you work hard at something, you're going to succeed, whether it's 10 years from now, five years from now. J. Cole dropped his fucking first mixtape so long ago and he only popped off in 2014. People didn't really know who he was until 2014, Forest Hill Drives. Before that, it was just like mixtape and like rap nerds and stuff like that. And he was working for like 11 years. Doja Cat's been working for like seven years and she just popped off. Like it takes time. There's this um, thing that I sent Shingy today because he like loves the journey. He's fine with the struggle. He just wants to do what he loves. And like, it's pretty motivating. It says, you can't stop a man who cares less about money and more about the process. Time doesn't mean a thing to him. And he's not looking for publicity, likes, comments, or applauses. When a man is addicted to how the process makes him feel, the temptation to skip the line subsides. The money is a bonus. So I'm saying that quote to say like, just trust the process, fall in love with the journey and be patient with yourself and like shit will work out for you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so question. Do you think that a goal can be too big? No, I think honestly, it depends on who you are. But the bigger the goal, the more you're going to work towards it, the more you're going to find achievement through it. Because I don't think there's such thing as dreaming too big because again like you see all these artists you see these influencers like some of them have we watched the selena movie so many times and if you've seen like they were house to house they couldn't afford to like buy a place or let alone rent a place that was like a 12-year struggle yeah and like it sucks how the end fell but at the same time it's like it's not gonna happen overnight and like the bigger the goal the more it keeps you motivated to keep going and keep going because something so small like you know like eating healthy like to me that's just that's everyone's goal you know like that's why not go beyond that i don't think that dreams can be too big and goals can be too big i think the bigger the better i agree i think that anybody that thinks that a goal is too big it's just a limiting belief and you just got to dig deep and figure out why you don't think you're capable i think and like anything like i remember um there's this youtuber that i love she has she, she just hit 500k like a couple days ago i was binging her old stuff back when she had like a thousand subscribers and she kept saying i want to take over youtube i want to do this i want to give youtube refreshing com- content and be the next big youtube star i know i have what it takes to be the next big youtube star she just kept saying that and this bitch had 1,000 subscribers like she was a nobody and she kept saying i'm gonna be the next big youtube star like just watch i'm gonna take over i'm gonna bring you guys content that nobody does and now she has 500k do you want to know when those videos were from 2020 2020 so that's why i'm like i'm truly believing that it's possible to hit that goal because she was literally a nobody and now she has 500k her adsense is like 14,000 a month plus 20,000 in revenue from brands like she's making bank and this all happened in less than a year so no there's no such thing as a, a goal too big because if you think there is you're stopping yourself from achieving something that could be life-changing for you. Yeah, I think it all falls down to fear. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not doing it because you're scared you're not going to achieve it. And that's the thing, too. Like, with goals, just because you don't achieve it this year doesn't mean that it's not a goal anymore. Like, it's off your list. Like, this can be a goal that takes three to four years for you to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Again, some goals, especially bigger goals, don't happen overnight. So just the smaller you think, then it's going to be harder for you to achieve the goals that you have in place. So speaking of that, do you think that people should put deadlines on their goals? 
yes and no. Big goals, no. Because, again, journeys and things like that don't happen overnight. Like, there's things that will take a lot of time. But I do think you should have a timeline in place of, like, progression. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, again, you can have a goal for, like, half a century and like it's still not do you know what I mean something realistic I feel like you should put a good timeline in terms of you want to see this many for example your YouTube you want to see this many followers by a year it doesn't mean that you can't hit more than 5k but in a year you would like to hit 5k you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. things like that it's good to have um deadlines or a time frame of when you want to achieve these things but in terms of big things that are going to happen again like it's going to take a while for you to get there then I don't think you should have a deadline but you should definitely have a time frame of progress does that make sense it does I I agree and but I disagree like for manifestation purposes I always think that there should be a goal date set in place like for me if I say I want x amount of subscribers by x 2021 I think that's helpful because it keeps me on track it reminds me of what I need to do to get to that day you know I think it's always great to have a goal um, written down with a date, but I think that if you're the type of person that gets discouraged, if you can't achieve it by that day, then maybe it's not for you. For me, like I'm able to say I didn't get signed to a modeling agency in 2020 and I'm fine with it. I didn't fucking get my bends in 2020 and I'm fine with it. I'll just keep it pushing and change the day. But if you're someone that will get discouraged and be like, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore, don't set a date because then it's not gonna work well in your favor but I think overall there should be deadlines I think there should be like yeah deadlines for your goals and just if it doesn't happen doesn't happen move on keep going yeah you sound like a cat Meow. (laughs) (laughs) okay so the next question is do you think that you should keep your goals to yourself or do you think it's okay to share them with other people and on social media and stuff Honestly, it depends who you're sharing it to and what the goal is. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it's kind of like what you said. You don't want to feel like you didn't achieve it and people bring you down for it. pressure. Also, there are people, I know this sounds so bad, but there are people there who want the worst for you. And if you let it out, like, they could be manifesting the total opposite for you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you have to be careful with who you share what to. Um, Yeah, that's what i gotta say about that yeah i agree like something i'll never share with people really is monetary goals i don't like to share monetary goals like i'm not gonna tell you hey i want to save up fifty thousand dollars by this day on instagram like that's fucking crazy um i think that there are goals that i keep to myself because they're just personal and i don't want any ill wishing towards it people can put negativity onto you that you don't even know you never know who's looking at your story and just being like i hate this bitch like look at her like fucking just dropped a book fuck that book i don't want it to do well you know like some things you have to keep to yourself um it all depends but i don't like to share everything my i know it seems like i shared a lot on this podcast of what i'm working towards but i really didn't because this book is long and it's filled with goals That's probably like, what, 400 pages? Yeah, this book is thick as fuck. And there's every week there's a new place for goals in there. Damn. It's a sick journal. That's a really nice journal. I'm so sad it was sold out this year. (sighs) Anyways, yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like, I don't think everybody needs to know what you're working towards. I think it's good to share certain ones. And like, especially with someone close, because I feel like they'll push you to keep going. Like, now Mm -hmm. that I know that the split is your thing, like, 
maybe one day when you're just sitting on the couch, I'm like, you should really try your splits right now. Like, honestly, I'll probably listen to you. Yeah, because you want people to encourage you, especially like if you're living with them or you see them often, like a best friend, a boyfriend, a roommate, like they can help you progress. They can push you to to do what you want to do. And having someone excited just as much as you are helps with the process too. helps with the motivation. So I would still share them. But again, like what you said, there's certain ones, certain personal ones, some that you just want to literally just keep to yourself because it's about like self-growth or self-love towards yourself. Yeah. Um, I think those are important to, yeah, to keep to keep towards yourself. True. Okay, so there's short-term goals and there's long-term goals. Uh, what do you think the difference is? So long-term, short-term goals would be something that you can achieve within a year or less. So a year or less would be the short-term goals and long-term goals would be something that takes longer than a year to me to achieve. Okay. For me, I feel like I look at it as, I don't know, long-term is something you're constantly working towards. Obviously, like like you said, it could be longer than a year. It could be however long. It all depends though because one of my long-term goals is to get a Benz, but that could happen next year. So it's not, how do I explain what I'm saying? Like, Short term to me is like a week, like the little to do lists that I have, the things I want to achieve, like clear out all my emails, make sure I do this. Like those are little short term goals to me. Mm -hmm. But I guess it really depends on the person because your your version is correct, too. Like a lot of books are talking about that as the way to define short term and long term. Yeah, I feel like it depends on the person and Mm -hmm. how many goals you have and what you consider a short term goal, because someone who who is financially stable and has 50K in their account might think something like buying a house is a short term goal. Yeah, right. So it really depends on the person. But I would say short term is something that is a year or less and long term would be a year or more for me. Do you have more short term or long term goals? I have a lot of long term goals. Yeah, I think I do too. Because short-term goals, it's kind of like what you said. It's little goals that I could probably achieve within a week or two. Yeah, exactly. And to me, those are kind of like a checklist. Like, okay, do this by the end of the week. Make sure I'm at this point by the end of the week Mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, even on my – I have a bulletin board in my room, and I have, like, little things. Okay, do this, do this, do this. And then I'll have, like, a date on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I have more long-term goals. How about you? I have more (laughs) long-term – I have more long-term goals – more than anything but i mean i have both i don't know so what would you say is your biggest achievement you've done this year off the top of my head i know what it is um it's the book yes i was thinking that it's finishing my book writing a book and getting it in target and indigo and walmart that's a big achievement it's a huge achievement a lot of people that write their first book they don't get it in target and like i think that i don't realize how big it is it's big but it's big like i it's so fucking crazy so i think that's my biggest achievement but like what's weird is that's just like what comes off the top of my head but to me that's not my biggest achievement do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. mine's more like inner growth um personal development related like all the shit that i went through in the beginning of the year grew me up like i literally grew up four times faster than I would have if it hadn't been for all the shit I went through and then a pandemic and living alone. And um, overall, my own personal biggest achievement would probably be like growing up and and um, evolving, Yeah. which is weird. But the book was a big deal and I'm grateful for it. But um, oh my God, and I moved out. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for you I think. moved out. Yeah, 2020 was fucking, no, that was, that was 2019. Oh, okay. So that was 2019. Okay, yeah. It was the end of 2019. But yeah, anyways. 
what's your biggest achievement (laughs) (laughs) i think the same thing is towards the end of the year is just having a lot of um Mm self-growth during the first quarantine i read a lot of like self-development books which really helped me um really see things in a different like a different picture Mm -hmm. uh biggest thing so far i guess that i did was moving out yeah um that's something that like is still very fresh to me like it's weird because i'm telling you january is like right around the corner so we've been roommates for two months now but it literally feels like we've only been roommates for like a week or two no it feels like it's been lifetimes really it feels like it's been maybe five months maybe because she's just like dreading living no with no me. <laughs> no it just feel, it feels like it's been like five six months really yeah for me it's been like it feels like two weeks especially because i feel like these last two weeks i've been at my parents more than i have usually been so i feel like i'm kind of still living there as Mm -hmm. weird as that sounds but yeah i think that's my biggest achievement something that i'm very proud of something that i think is you know brought a lot of light into this year considering the pandemic and everything we're going through but those were probably my two biggest achievements i don't really have a book yet (laughs) i'm just checking no moving out is huge (laughs) moving out is huge yeah yeah it's a big step and i feel like this was the first big step that you know like the other big things that i do this is probably the biggest thing i've done so far Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah for sure yeah so overall guys we got very personal with you this week in sharing our goals our achievements our processes so hopefully this helped you guys out in some way because it's a new year and if you believe in starting off the new year with a new set of goals and this is a really really helpful episode i hope yeah and i hope through our goals it's also helped you guys figure out what it is you want to do what's the big picture um things that you want to jot down to you know as your goals i think it's important it helps keep you motivated and it helps keep you on track so i think it's Mm -hmm. something good it's something good i feel like the greatest thing that the new year brings is just having a new start yeah because some people need that fresh start it's like those people that are like i'll start my diet on monday because it's the start of a new week it's the same thing just larger scale so happy new year's guys merry christmas and hopefully you guys have a blessed holiday season whether you celebrate whether you don't but either way we're glad that we can be here to entertain you guys and whatnot so happy holidays guys hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and again don't forget to check us out on our social media our instagram account is let's get real the podcast our youtube channel is youtube.com slash let's get real podcast and make sure to give us a five star rating and review on the apple podcast app it helps us out a ton but with that being said we'll be back next monday happy holidays guys bye